What is going on, everybody? You are back on another edition of Ballin' Over Beers. My name is Justin Dupengeiser, and tonight, flying solo. The boys are uh, apparently having better things to do on vacation. Uh, Mickey's actually at the Ryder Cup this weekend, so uh, that's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, pretty jealous that uh, that I couldn't make it, but it is what it is, so here we are. Before we get going, as always, going to ask you, do us a favor, smash that like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel so you're not missing anything that we're putting out. We're putting out a DFS show, we're putting out a betting show, and we're doing it every single week. Um, in the comments tonight, tell me who your super lock of the week was. Because I'll tell you, I had mine, and then I ended up changing it, and I ended up actually taking the game off of my card completely, and it was the Dolphins versus the Raiders game, and it's because of the Tua news. So Tua is out with fractured ribs, so he's not playing. Jacoby Brissett's going to play. Um, I watched that full Bills-Dolphins game, and Brissett did not not look good at all. Uh, I, I actually like the Dolphins in this spot. I think the Dolphins could give give the the Raiders the, the offense some troubles with Xavier Howard, Byron Jones on the outside, two really good corners. You know, I think that Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro on the inside should have a pretty pretty good week. And if DFS wise, the, there there are a couple guys that I wouldn't mind uh, looking into. But man, that two news. Two hasn't been great, but he is definitely better than Jacoby Brissett. The, the game actually moved into a full half point um, when the news broke. So the Raiders are now four-point favorites as opposed to three and a half. But um, I, I got off of that game completely with, with that news. So last week, why don't we talk about that a little bit and give a little recap here. So last week, I actually made a, uh, made a big comeback. I, I went one in, one in five last week not a good start. And then this week got back on track getting four games, right. Which was obviously a big week. Well, I got four points, I should say two games, right. And then my, my super lock. So I was three of five. So four points. I got the Chicago over the Cincy game. Chicago was minus two and a half. Got the Carolina plus three and a half game over New Orleans. And then my super lock was the Pats minus six over the Jets. I feel like the, the Pats over the Jets thing was just, it was just a slam dunk layup. Uh, Bill Belichick versus rookie quarterback. I, I hammered it home on the betting show. I hammered it home on the DFS show. And sure enough, Zach Wilson comes out and throws, you know, four picks. Uh, it was just easy, easy money, slam dunk layup, whatever you want to call it. It's a layup for me because I can, I can barely touch the net. So we'll say a layup um, <laughs> with the Pats over the Jets last week. AK, AK came off of, you know, a not great first week with just two points, and he, he followed it up with another two points. He got the Denver um, over Jacksonville game right where Denver was minus six, and then he got the Titans-Seattle um, game right. So he's at four points total for the year. I'm at five points total for the year, and I am actually tied with James, who got four points the first week. And then followed that up with just one point this past week. He also got the Panthers versus the Saints um, at plus three and a half. You know, 
I think one of the games that was kind of surprising that we were all on was the Pittsburgh versus the Raiders game and the Pittsburgh's where it was minus five and a half, the Raiders coming off an emotional overtime win and, and the Raiders came out and just did their thing, man. They just looked so much better than the Steelers. The Steelers right now do not look uh, like a very good football team. I'm not sure if at the end of the year, they're going to be a playoff team. Even you got a very tough division that they play in with the Browns and the Ravens. And then you also have an AFCU that is, that is pretty loaded right now. The Raiders, you know, the entire AFC West has the potential to make the playoffs right now with the way those teams are playing. You know, the Broncos look like they have found something with, with the Vic Fangio defense and Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. And then obviously you have the Chiefs who just lost a tough one to the Ravens. The Chargers, who are going to be tough, and that's going to be an awesome matchup this week, that Chiefs-Chargers matchup. Um, and that's a, just a tough division in general. So uh, the Pittsburgh, they, they look like they're in real trouble um, if, for making the playoffs if, if they offensively they keep doing this. And now it's coming out that Big Ben's going to play, but it hurts when he throws, which seems pretty vital when you play the quarterback position is <laughs> is throwing the football and especially throwing the football without pain. So um, that'll be an interesting th thing to keep an eye on uh, certainly moving forward. And, you know, I, I don't think that I'm going to be on that Pittsburgh game at all. I'm looking at the sheet here. I got James is in front of me. I don't have AKs at the moment, but uh, James isn't, isn't on this, uh, the Steelers game either. Um, but you know, if the reports keep coming out that maybe he's not, he's, he's, you know, he's really not healthy, he's getting worse or something like that, or even if they end up playing like the backup, if, if Mason Rudolph ends up coming in or something like that, it is definitely something to keep an eye on. It's obviously the Bengals who they, you know, who knows with Burrow's status, that doesn't look like they've really unleashed him yet. It looks like they're still kind of waiting for him to get fully healthy. They're kind of turning into an all sum of the ground a pound team with, with Joe, Mixon, Joe Mixon getting a ton of handoffs. Um, but that is, that'll be one to keep an eye on for sure if more reports come out about Big Ben's arm or if, or if something like Mason Rudolph is going to end up playing or something like that. Um, other injuries and kind of stuff to talk about, Antonio Brown is placed on the COVID list. So we're going to have to see kind of where his status is coming going forward. Adam Schefter tweeted out that it's going to be um, difficult for him to find his way back onto the field on Sunday. He has to have two negative tests within a 24 hour period. So I, I don't know. It looks like he's up in the air. Does it really matter with the Bucks offense? Probably not. They still have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Rob Gronkowski. Now they do have a tough matchup with the Rams. I think that's a really fun game. I'm super interested in general just to watch that game. I'm interested in that game in DFS. Um, so I'll definitely uh, I'll be looking at it in that sense. Am I going to look into it on in, in my betting card? Probably not. I don't. I want to kind of stay away from that. It's one and a half point spread, so I'm going to stick stick away from that game for right now. Um, trying to think of any other major injuries that are happening. Not anything that I can think of. My top of that maybe Carson Wentz. I know he's been battling some ankle injuries, so we'll have to kind of see who what happens there and if it's. Jacob Eason, then that might be a situation where um, we definitely want to get in on the Titans because Eason is not the answer whatsoever. Let's take a look at James's card. Uh, we'll start with him. 
and then uh, we'll we'll go to my car if there's any crossovers and we'll talk about them and we'll kind of go from there so first game on james's card is the philadelphia eagles plus three and a half against the dallas cowboys he is taking the eagles with the plus three and a half and i actually have this game on my card as well i I think the Eagles are a pretty good football team. They, they battled with the 49ers and the Niners, you know, obviously squeaked it out with a close victory this past weekend. Uh, but that's a Monday night game. It should be a, a wild environment in the NFC East rivalry. Um, I just, I don't know still. Now the Cowboys defenses have created a lot of turnovers, right? They've created a lot of turnovers. They're coming off of an emotional <laughs> last second win against a Chargers team, but I, I think the Eagles are in a good spot here to to kind of rebound and to keep it close. You know, you're getting that half point, so even if the Cowboys win by three, you're in a good situation there. So um, I like that game, and like I said, so does James, so we're both on that one. The next game we're also both on, so another dog, the Packers, against that 49ers team we just talked about. The Packers are plus three and a half. Both teams coming off pretty good wins, right? The Packers just played the Lions in a game that was pretty close for the first half, actually. And then they, they ended up pulling away. You know, Rodgers got back to himself and leaned a lot on Aaron Jones, who, who kind of went off with a bunch of touchdowns. Um, and then you have the 49ers, who I said just battled with the Eagles in a close, close matchup. Just give me Aaron Rodgers and the points. You know, I think a lot of it, a lot of the times what it comes down to, and actually this game has moved, it's actually uh, Packers plus three right now. So that's interesting. Um, we'll have to keep an eye on that. So make a note of that right now. So three points is now the, the line in this when the show comes out. So that game's moved a little bit. Um, but I like the Packers. Like I said, give me Rodgers, give me the points. And I think that it, the, the Packers found a little bit of something um, against the Lions there, leaning again on Aaron Jones, going back to some of the play action, and then, and then finding Devontae Adams uh, on those timely shots. So next game, we are also on, and it's another dog. It is the Washington football team against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are favored by eight points, which seems like just a huge number. And I, I wish James was here to discuss this because I would like to see kind of what his thought press process was um, on this game. Um, this game, pulling up the lines right now, has actually moved to seven and a half as well. So that's interesting. Another game that's moved to half a point. Um, but I would like to know what James' thought process was. This is his, his Buffalo Bills team. Um, to me, I think that the Washington football team, even without Ryan Fitzpatrick and with Tyler Heineke in the lineup, um, obviously I don't think Heineke's as good as, as Fitzy, but, you know, he's not a huge drop-off. He can get some things done. He can, you know, if he can take care of the ball and lean on some of those athletes that they have, they should be able to hopefully do enough to, to at least keep the game close. And honestly, Buffalo hasn't looked very good. Um, Josh Allen has struggled in the first two games. Uh, which I think is a, a little surprising to a lot of people. I thought that there would be regression there, but maybe not to, to this point um, where he's, you know, he's only completing 56% of his passes and he just really in general has not looked very good. So we'll see if that Washington front can kind of get after them. I think that, you know, you saw in the first game, 
TJ Watt and Cam Hayward and Melvin Ingram and those guys really gave the Bills offensive line fits. And Washington has an outstanding front who has really not played well either the first couple of weeks. So we'll see who, who decides to uh, kind of flip, flip the script here and got to get after it and switch things around. Um, the next one on James's card is actually the Panthers over the Texans at minus eight. The Panthers have kind of, kind of been the surprise of, of the season so far, I would say. They're a team that I don't think was very high on anybody's radar, and now they get a, you know, a Thursday night game against a Texans team who's kind of banged up. There's some injuries. They have starting Davis Mills. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is, is injured. So, you know, there's a rookie quarterback kind of short week. I think this is a good spot. I think that's a smart decision by James to kind of take take that uh, Panthers team, and even though they're eight-point favorites, you know, it's just crazy to see, you know, Sam Darnold, who's looked pretty good in the first two weeks, what he what he's been able to do when he gets away from a guy like Adam Gase and uh, and gets uh, gets a competent um, offensive coordinator and Joe Brady, who's who's done a really nice job there so far. They've looked pretty good, you know, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, obviously the two main targets, you know, sprinkle in some Robbie Anderson. I think that's a good spot and a smart smart bet by James going against the rookie on a short week and, and against the Panthers defense who has balled out for the most part at this first part of the year. So I like that pick there by James. Um, my next pick is actually Seattle versus Minnesota. I'll take Seattle minus one and a half. This game is a game that looks like it could be a shootout, but I just give me Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins, right? A lot of the stuff that I, I look at when it's a close game like that, I'm going to just see who has the better quarterback and give me Russell Wilson all day long in a close game where if you need to make some plays, it'll be, it'll be Rusty making the plays and Kirk Cousins potentially throwing some picks or taking some sacks or, you know, doing something that he shouldn't be doing in that situation. Super interesting game for DraftKings. So make sure you check that, uh, that DraftKings show out because we'll have, uh, I'll, I'll have a full breakdown of that, I'm sure, because a lot of interesting pieces in that game for, for a game where the game total is over 55 and a half points. So could be a pretty fun shootout in that one. And then James's super lock on the week is actually the Bucks over the Rams. I think I said I didn't see his, that game on his card, but it is. It's definitely not on mine. So, but he, he's taking the Bucks minus one and a half over the Rams. He's been on the Bucs since last year. He said before last year he thought that they were the best team in the NFC. He thought he called them going to the Super Bowl. So um, he's still kind of been riding that and saying, you know, they're, they're the best team until somebody shows otherwise. I guess that's kind of where he's going to go. The thing with the Bucs is this is this is an interesting matchup. The, the defensive front for the Bucs is just so good. You can't run the football on them. We know that the Rams love to run with McVay in that wide zone offense. It's going to be interesting to see if they try to do that because so far in the first two weeks, like the Cowboys in week one didn't even think about it. They ended up throwing it over 50 times. And then you had last week with the Falcons and the Falcons pretty much did the same thing with over 40 something attempts. So we'll see if the Rams actually try to stick to the run game and see if they can get anything opened up or if they just say, screw it, we're going to let Stafford, Cup, and, and Woods kind of do their thing and go after the game that game plan that way. Um, my, my super lock for the week is I'm going back to the Patriots minus two and a half over the saints. Right. So, and this really came down to, 
uh, Bill Belichick versus James Winston. We saw James Winston do some James Winston type things last week. I often say that he is just an electrifying player because you literally don't know what he's going to do when he drops back. It could be a 90 yard touchdown or it could be a 90 yard interception for a touchdown. And last week he did this play where he like scrambled to the left, spun around and just heaved the ball into, into the middle of the field and it gets intercepted. So, you know, I could see him doing that again, honestly. Um, Belichick is going to throw some disguises out there. You know, the corners for the, the, for the Patriots have been playing really well. They're going to get after the Saints team, I think. Um, it'll be an interesting battle up front because that Saints offensive line is pretty good, and so is the front of the, of the Patriots. But to me, at the end of the day, I'm taking Belichick over Winston. Winston probably has a, a turnover or two that is going to cost them in what could be, you know, an extremely close game. So I'll take the Patriots minus two and a half as my super lock. So quick show tonight, everybody, obviously it's just me. So going through, through the cards there, um, be sure to be checking out our Twitter page and AK's page. Cause he'll have his picks um, tweeted out um, at some point this week before Sunday, before the games get going, we appreciate everybody being here. And again, make sure you're checking out our other show, which is our DFS show. So I'll be breaking down that position by position, talking about my favorite plays. I also have an article that comes out every Friday for my favorite DFS plays of the week for the main slate. Um, but we appreciate everybody being here. Smash the like button in the comments. Again, give us who is your super lock of the week. James is, is Tampa minus one and a half over the Rams, minus the Pats, minus two and a half over the Saints. Find me on Twitter at jdiz1617. Um, appreciate everybody stopping by. Talk to you later.